Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop podcast, episode 20. A lot of chocolate drops is in the studio right now. <laughs> it's real Liddy. I got that girl Lee Mason. Emphasizing Lee, right? Lee <laughs> Mason. And I got this entrepreneur. She's only 24 years old. I met her three years ago. She is the owner of Pink Ice Calf. She just opened up the shoe bar. She got lashed by Sim Diva, the one and only Sim Diva. Bugsy, what's up? What's good? Nothing How you much. feel? Oh, <laughs> so you so you old at twenty four? Yeah, well, listen, I feel like I don't, I'm like forty. You feel forty? Yeah, definitely. So happy belated birthday! Thank you. You know you was world wavy on Instagram with your bae. Your bae's actually <laughs> in the studio. Shout out to Richie I don't Rolex. Fuck, what's his name? Richie Rolex. Richie Rolex. I don't want to fuck up the names. I already <laughs> fucked up Lee name earlier, so we're gonna get that shit straight. So I appreciate y'all coming on. I want to say to y'all ladies, congratulations on partnering up. And I seen what y'all was doing in the community of Philly. I want to give y'all a big shout out for that. So let's first start off with that, the community stuff that y'all doing. Can y'all talk a little bit? How y'all linked up? How y'all friendship and sisterhood has grown since y'all first met? Can y'all get into that? Let me start with Lee. Let me start. So um, I met Sim actually in the studio, one of my home base studios. Mm -hmm. She was young. I was young. I had just started rapping. I was just getting buzz in the city. Right. And um, she hit my manager up to do mm -hmm. an interview. So all I knew was I was about to do an interview. Okay. <clears throat> with this girl, this is how my manager break it down. So, yeah, you about got the interview set up. They coming through the studio. Right. And when she get there, I'm like, damn, she, she young, but her whole demeanor was just bossy. Like, and we clicked instantly, even at that moment. Like, I, I liked her drive, her ambition, mm -hmm. and, you know, vice versa. So um, we always kept in contact. But then throughout the years, I started seeing more of her. She started seeing more of me. We started doing mm -hmm. boss events together. And okay. um, we just clicked. Right. And, you know, that just became, like, my little sister. Like, I, I get a lot of motivation. She always tell me how I motivate her in different okay. ways. But um, I don't think I tell her enough, like, how much she really motivated me. So She getting mushy. Don't have me crying. <laughs> Oh no. She um no, I'm she trying. opened up like a mm -hmm. lot of different avenues that I never even knew about, like with life. Like I never was real religious, so okay. we actually go to the same church. She invited me to her church. I joined her church. Um, oh, congratulations. God yeah, is good. We on our, we, and which church? Um, it's called uh Emmanuel Okay. Emmanuel Christian. Okay. Imagine, yeah, Emmanuel Christian Center. Okay. That's dope. Um yeah, and then we just start linking up, putting events together. Mm-hmm doing different things for the community, especially the young girls in the community because we both public figures and they both right. look up they look up to both of us. Absolutely. You know, in different ways. But at the same time, you know, we we, we a lot of motivation to a lot of people. Okay. So we uh we've done empowerment brunches. Okay. Um we're planning two special events right now that we can't really give too much details up on. Well you got do well, at least give us some dates. You got some dates? I mean all two thousand eighteen. We just plan to take over everything. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we just clicked from there, and that's mm -hmm. like my little sister. We we don't look at houses and condos and everything together. So, For real? That's yeah. dope. So, son, what's your side of the story? Um, she pretty much just said it all, but um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, at the time, this mm -hmm. one, back it up, pop it. That's when the joint stuff 
going crazy through the airways. Right. I'm like, I got to get an interview with her. Right. And it wasn't easy at all. Like, the persistence was there because the interview process was not easy to get. But, you know, I was real nervous in the interview. I'm sweating. We were sitting in a, a, a chair that swivel, office chair. I'm uh-huh. going back and forth in the interview. I'm nervous. <laughs> but... um. As she said, like, you know, we saw more of each other. A mm-hmm. friendship grew. We still motivate each other extremely, you know, to this day. And um, I don't know. Like, she introduced me. As she's saying, I introduced her to a lot. Right. She the first person that said, listen, meet me at the shoe bar. Security picking us up. And I'm Damn. like, what? Like, what do you mean security <laughs> is picking us up? I get, I'm walking up to the shoe bar. Dude, you got these big dudes in black suits. And I'm turning around like, what is you doing behind <laughs> me? They open it. I fell in the car because I'm nervous. I'm throwing right. off. So after that, it was just like, you know, security escorts. And it was, it's just crazy. Like backstage with celebrities, like mm-hmm. hand in hand with like right. A-list celebrities. And, it, yeah. you know, so it was just like she introduced me to a lot as well. And I just feel like, you know, we both, we balance each other out when we introduce each other to those, those different worlds. But, you know, still mm-hmm. know how to find that, that, that similarity to be able to stay balanced and keep a good and healthy friendship. Like we don't do no bunch of gossiping. Yeah, That's we don't do no, we don't no, do no, no gossip. And we like oil and water, too. Like, mm-hmm. everybody think. We got a lot in common, but at the same time, it's like, we never on the same page, but it make it funny and make it, <laughs> it, make it fun to be around because yeah. we go at it all day long, but we never go at it in, no in a negative way. No, not right. at all. It's always, we, it's always a bunch of laughs that we busting on each other or it'd be like, when she mad at something, I laugh in her face, and if mm-hmm. I'm mad, she laughing in my face. And, okay. You know, but that, that make us clip click because opposites attract but we got the same mission like right. her grind and her ambition and the goals that she went out of life is is somewhat so so much similar to where I want to go and right. what I want to accomplish so we could talk about anything from money to mm-hmm. boyfriends and friends right. goals you know life our past we went through some of some of the same things growing up and okay. you know like different things like that so we really click i can tell you one thing that we got going on um okay. we just had this conversation last week that we we're we're going to start a um mm-hmm. A thing where we're gonna pick a day. We don't have the all the details on the chat, but we're gonna pick a day mm-hmm. out of each week and um mm-hmm. go live together. Like join our lives, you know, you could join your live and then so oh, we're gonna join okay. our lives and okay. we'll let the people That's pick dope. topics to, to discuss what is and we'll, you right. know, answer certain questions and things like that. Cause when okay. we together, like they they love when we're around each other and we post right. and like they really be tuned in. So we wanna actually give them something where, you know, we can have live conversations with people. Right. I like that. I like that. Now, I both consider y'all to be girl bosses. So what I want to know from y'all, can you be a boss without being bossy? Like, when you have staff or you have people that's under you, do you feel like you always got to throw on the bossy hat? Because sometimes people just don't get that you are in charge. And I know for you, Sam, you being in charge of staff members, and even for you, you have people under you as well, Lee. Can you talk a little bit about being bossy, but sometimes you got to throw the bossiness on to it? As I'm bossy. Like, I ain't, I ain't about to sugarcoat it. Like, oh, for real? Yeah, I'm, I'm a brat and I'm bossy. I'm not I'm not uh-huh. a cocky bossy, but I right. like stuff to go my way. Okay. Or I do it myself. So I'm I'm that type. Like, you either <laughs> no, going to do, do it herself, or I'm yeah. just going to do it myself. What about um, you, son? I got to say, it's like with anything else, you have to have balance. So it's like, of course, mm-hmm. I won't ever perpetuate the boss stereotype or, you know, uh, or entrepreneurs that 
feel like people are beneath them. I won't ever do that. But, you know, being young, being a woman, being all those different things, you 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 sometimes have to reinforce things right. multiple times. That's when frustration gets in the way because, like, I just had to say this, you know, multiple times. And right. then with how I run my business is we're a family there. You know, it, it's a family business. People come and ask you, it's a family business. Right. So it's like with that being said, it's like I'm really close to the people that – I work with, and I don't even say for it, that I work with. Okay. So it's just like sometimes it's hard for us to really, you know, find that that balance in between, you know, right. is this my boss right now or my sister? So it's like it's hard to do that, but I feel like, you know, we, we do it effectively. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like anything else, it gets challenging. Right. But once I get fed up, everybody, nobody play with me once I get pissed off. <laughs> Like once I get pissed off, it's a rap, and it's she hard. Bo- to get me she's bossy too. She thinks she she thinks she the boss of me sometimes. For real? That's because yeah. I gotta act like the oldest sometimes. Cause she gets bratty <laughs> and immature, and I gotta be the oldest. First of all, she's yeah. stubborn, so that's where the problem comes in. She'll just shut down, and and that's it. And, and it's just like it. you can't shut down. Yeah, like she's just yeah. She she's very. Stu- you see how stubborn she got when you messed up her name? She did not want to re-record I, that video. I re-recorded it though. Yeah. See, I'm changing my ways. 2018 changes, huh? You changing your ways, 2018. Okay, okay. Now, I want to ask y'all, too, because it always talks about the millenniums and about this generation. What do you think is wrong with this generation of the fact that they don't really respect older people? Social media messed everything up. Okay. We ain't grow up on social media. We grew up respecting our elders, and if you was disrespectful to somebody who was mm-hmm. 10 years older than you. Right. You was getting your ass whooped. Right. Um, and it's different now. It's like these kids, and a lot of it does start at home. Like with us, it started yeah. at home. Like right. you could tell how a kid was going to be from the house that he came from or how his parents raised him. Right. But it's like nowadays, I see with people who was raised just how I was raised, mm. with, with respect, and they knew better. Right. Once they get away from their parents, they're a whole different person. But it's like they, they're trying to keep up with, with, with what's going on. And in their the generation, right. disrespect. Being high, disrespecting women, degrading themselves, um, right. the way they talk is like it's in for them. Like right. to them, that's popular. To us, it's like, yo, like, what's up what, with yeah, you? Yeah, like we didn't, you know, when we 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 cursed and we did our little one too. But if it was somebody around and we knew they knew our moms, right. we knew that we knew to straighten up. Like, oh yeah, she know my mom. She gonna tell my mom. Exactly. They just like don't care about nothing. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, with with. Us being public figures, and mm-hmm. especially in Philly in our community, right? Um, we we trying like our hardest to they give them a certain amount of motivation, and you know. Right. And leadership. I think that's a good idea with that question thing, because a lot of kids that young so, got it's so difficult because it's like they so brainwashed by something that we can't even put our fingers on. It's just like. It's just so different now. And then mm-hmm. a lot of it, I'm happy that we're here speaking on hip-hop, and I'm a hip-hop artist, but a lot of it does have to do with the music and what's on social media and what mm. they're seeing and what they're hearing. Because okay. I hear a lot of these young kids like, yeah, I want to get high because everybody, all the rappers get high. Like, they pop pills. Everybody pop pills in their songs. And the crazy thing is, a lot of the people who, who rap about getting high, and do, they don't even right. do it. But right. it's like, this is what they're hearing, so this, this is what the kids think is popular. Right. And it's like, it's messing them up. It's brainwashing them. They don't have goals. And so when we was younger, everybody was asking, what you wanted to be when you grow up? And you, you had to think about it, even though you might not be doing that now. But it's like, with them, they be like, oh, I don't know. I don't, or I don't care. Oh, I just want to make money. Or I just want F, FBs. Like, they have no respect for women at all. Like, it's, it's past sad how they treat young girls, at, especially at their age. 
I feel like a lot of things are compromised with parenting now because mm-hmm. it's just like um, you can have a mom, and this is just a practical example. You can have a mom, mm-hmm. and she's down and out. She doesn't have any money right now. Okay. But her son is a drug dealer, and he bringing in money, money, money. She's not going to st- – a lot of women, a lot of parents now won't stop him from doing that because now he's giving you the things that you – you know what I mean? That you wish right. you can have. So certain things are compromised. Okay. I feel like certain teachings, you know, parents hasn't stuck to. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like uh, now parents want so bad for their kids to be, you know, popular or known. Or they want to be wanna friends spoil, with their kids. They want to be friends with them. They yeah, want to spoil them with that. this. Kids don't have an incentive to to, to accelerate anymore. Right. To excel at anything that they're doing. They, they, they don't have an incentive to work. And they're past spoiled. Like, exactly. Our, yeah, our spoiled and their spoiled is two different things. Like, we... <clears throat> When I was when I turned fifteen and I was mm-hmm. old enough to get working papers, my right. mom told me to go walk back to my school, get my working papers, and go get a job. I had yeah. a month to find a job, so I was fifteen when my first job. Right. She took took me to the bank, made me open up a bank account, and then she like, "Are you going to give me fifty dollars a month?" Right. At fifteen with a job, fifty dollars—that's a lot. Like coming yeah. out my little McDonald's checks, but <laughs> yeah. it taught me how to be responsible and be independent. Absolutely. And these kids now they don't they don't even know how to make. Money, or they they think they too cool to get a job because, right. or they don't have to save. They save up for exactly what they want to buy, and that's it. They don't yeah, understand so they don't even security know. blankets. And exactly. even I was saying on the way here, like mm-hmm. young women don't understand the importance of cooking and yeah. like cleaning, and yep. it's just like yep. whether you want to do certain things, you should still know how to do exactly. it. Absolutely. A lot of young girls don't even know how to clean. It's just like, are you even at Pink Ice? It was employees, and I'm like, clean the bathroom. At first, I'm thinking she was being prissy because she didn't want to clean the public bathroom. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you really don't know how to clean that, do you? Right. And she was like, right. I did, and and I'm just looking like you didn't know how to clean the bathroom. Like that's you mm-hmm. know that's for, or even like dirty dishes. It's one thing for something to be a mistake, but girls really don't know how to do things that are fundamentally for women. Like you get what I'm saying? So. Right. Right. I think important. a lot of those, and then the, the fathers are absent in the home, so that's where that, you know that, it goes yeah. wrong with it. That's a disconnect. Yeah, yeah. so it's just it's, we could go on for this. It's a plethora of reasons that I don't understand this generation, and that I'm losing hope. But and you, faith for but it. you are not like that. Because Why? I'm not a product of the. I really think I was born then, like in the the seventies, eighties. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, you I have an old soul. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's because I grew up with my mom because she was a teenage parent. Mm-hmm. But my grandma raised her correctly. So even with growing right. up and and you and got the foundation. Grow, yeah, exactly. Like I, I still stuck to the original teaching. So I okay. think that's where you, you know that's what I'm saying. Where so up at. yeah. So my mom, whether I acted out or not, I still knew what was right. And exactly. chores was there. You don't mop a, a bathroom floor. You get right. on your hands and knees and you clean it with a rag. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my mom didn't play that. Now, I want to touch on religion because, um, Sim, you're big on that and you showcase that on social media, which as you should. I want to talk about how do you keep your relationship aligned with God with all the things that can possibly discourage you with the distractions and different things like that. How do you do it? And what advice would you give to somebody that feel, that feel like, God's not there really for me because I keep going through the same shit. Um, at one point in my life, I, you know, I was raised in the church. I was in the church since before I could walk and talk. And it got to the point where, you know, even as a kid, I was very inquisitive. Like, okay. I always wanted to know what is going on. You know, what do they have? They'll do stuff like send all the kids in the basement. I'll be the only kid still sitting there. Like, no, I need to know what's going on. Exactly. So I had a really, a really deep understanding already. And then, mm-hmm. you know, probably when I was like 16 or 17, it's just like, you know what? I got a car now. I don't have to go to church when they tell me, and now I'm not going to church. Like I'm, I'm grown. Like you get what I'm saying. I don't have to do it. And I think my mom knew what she was doing. She didn't. She didn't make me. Like she didn't reinforce it. Mm -hmm. My life went haywire. So at that point, I built my own relationship with God. Like you Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying. And then even in my adult years, even I can use another practical example of. 
I had a soul tie before, and God kept saying, you have to leave this person alone. And okay. I wouldn't do it. Like, it was like every little thing. So, right, remember I was talking about all the Karen Civil stuff. Right yeah. before I went to L.A., I linked up with him, and I threw my deal away. I get to L.A., everything done. And like, I could just hear God saying, I told you to leave him alone. So you I'm lost the deal because of another nigga. I was losing everything because I just wasn't listening. Like, it's like once you build a relationship, see, God holds you accountable once you know. You get right. what I'm saying? Somebody, if, if you're ignorant to it, he can't hold you. But mm-hmm. once you know, it, 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 at this point, basically, it's like, F what he's talking about. Like, you get what I'm saying? So now right. I'm going to destroy you, and I'm not going to help you progress, and I'm not going to put you in this position, and okay. I'm not going to give you this. You get what I'm saying? It's right. just like a, like a parent reprimanding a child. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, at that point, you know, it, it's been multiple times where I was able to find my own relationship with God. And the biggest test that I ever had was when my grandma died. I mm. never thought, I never understood how, it, that was like another, you know, parent for me. I talk to my grandma every day on the phone. You know, any right. decision I make, I call my, you get what I'm saying? So it's right. just like when I lost her and I walked in a room while she was laying there dead and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even falling out crying. I'm watching my mom completely lose it because it happened inside my house. And I'm just like, God, like, just give me grace. Like, I kept right. praying for grace, not even, you know, to help me heal because I knew it wasn't going to heal. But right. just give me grace to be able to get through it. At my grandma's funeral, I was shouting, praising. And it's just like at that point, once I realized that, that God was able to give me that ease, that mm-hmm. grace, right. it's just like it's no situation that I've ever been been through. And with that being the biggest, that God didn't have my back. So at this point, mm-hmm. I'll never stop, you know, sharing my experience. Experiences. Right. That's where my happiness come from. Mm-hmm. So of course I want anybody that I care about to be happy. Exactly. So it's just like, look, this is what works for me. And I tell people that all the time, like, I can't tell you what to do, but I can tell you what works for me. So after I'm telling you that and I and I share like something can happen, I call whoever I care about, like, look, this what happened. And then it'd be like for real, like that's what happened. Mm-hmm. So from there on, and then it's like prophecy. It's a, the prophecy is a gift. You mm-hmm. have to listen to a prophet. I don't go to mega churches for this right. reason. You can't it's like it's like when even with curriculum, if you have a child that's in a a larger classroom of 40 kids, mm-hmm. they're not going to know what the hell is going on in the class. Exactly. If you have a smaller classroom with between 15 and 20 kids, that curriculum is much more detailed and is more one-on-one support. Right. And that's how I feel about a mega church versus a small church. Small church, you can walk past your pastor. Your pastor be like, girl, what you going through? I feel it. Are you getting yeah, saying? yeah. It's so more it's personal. Like, exactly. It's more so, personal. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all I can say. I, my my faith is there. Like I, like right. I said, every all of the worst moments of my life, you know, mm-hmm. God was there, and it's just like even situations where things wasn't happening for me, God gave me the knowledge on why it wasn't happening. So okay. it ain't like I'm just confused. Like God, why is it? No, you know what you're doing. Right. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, that's why. I want to change gears because um, Lee Mason has been doing a lot of things on the hip hop scene for some time now. Yeah. And I actually was, you know, checking out your story and you said I'm back and I heard a couple of the beats. So I guess you're actually working on a project now. Yeah, Can for you sure. talk a little bit about that? Of course. Um, well, I've been through like a whole lot with this music stuff and I actually was at the point. I just posted something today, actually. Oh, for real? I was kind of at a point um, earlier this year that I didn't even want to do music no more. Really? And um, yeah, like I was going through a whole lot. Nobody really knew this, but um, and this this is how my faith grew with God. Actually, okay. it was all like perfect timing. Like um, I did the TV show. Right. I had a deal. I was signed. Um, did a whole lot. Did a lot for the community, the yeah. city. 
And I just got to a point where I I, don't, I didn't know if I still loved music, music because of the stage that music was in, the, the sound was changing. It was like, you know, I got I come from from Philly. You know, we burst yeah. off bars like right. I could spit all day. Right. But the music that people are attached to and love today is like it, it has no substance. It has no content. Right. And it was like I don't really know if I'm if I'm I'm in that wave or if I can yeah. find a balance to it to it yet. So I wasn't really feeling it. So I started getting into other things, um, making money other ways. I still was doing the music thing, but it just wasn't there for me. And this was at the beginning of the year. And like throughout the summer, I kind of fell back from it. I was spending more time with my family, my friends, and just mm -hmm. building on faith. Right. And God personally told me like this would this is what you this is why you here. Like right. you got a gift to speak to people, not even just with music, but you motivate people, like you give people strength. So exactly. you giving up is is a million little kids that look up to you, whether you know it or not, still mm -hmm. to this day. So you giving up is gonna do what for them. Right. And it was like, you know, this is still something that I love. This what this what made me. I ain't find my purpose in life till I found music. And actually till I found God. But then music right. was was my my hustle. Like that was what yeah, made me, that. you yeah. know, yeah, be able to tell my story, story and get it vent and get it all out. Like she said, I'm stubborn. I don't talk to a lot of people. So music was like my outlet when, since I found it. Right. So I'm like, how can I get this up? So mm -hmm. slowly but surely, within like the last two months, I start getting back in the studio and it just came back like clockwork. So now on top of that, I got um, she got two, some anthems coming out too. Yeah, I got I, I've the been project. I've been in with some some new producers. I got a lot okay. in the making. I got I opened up two businesses um, over the summer. So congratulations um, on that. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot going on, but 2018 gonna be gonna, gonna be, be big for Lee Mason. So let me ask you this because I'm I'm sure everybody wants to know, and you know your boy Meat Mill was arrested because of the probation situation. Yeah, but. Let me ask you this. I, I mean, because basically everything with y'all didn't pan out. But with, with him having a situation, would you still support him? What kind of relationship y'all still that's, got that's like That's like family. Okay. The situation just didn't pan out. I, I just think the timing was wrong. Like, Meek was... Meek was hitting like the the climax of his career like he still was building himself up as an artist okay. so i don't think he was ready to start a label at that time okay um and then at the same time Lil snoop got killed right. so it was like we all that hit all of us hard so it yeah. was just like timing wasn't right and i just i'm not the type of person i can't just sit around and wait on nobody right. so i'm not gonna sit around just because i'm signed and wait on the label to make a move or meek to make a move, move or this person to make a move. No, okay. I'm going to keep doing me, which I continue to do. So, right. you know, no disrespect to meek or dream chasers, but I ain't get a dollar out of that situation. I just, you know, right. I was around a lot of love. Meek took me on my first tour. So I'm appreciative yeah. of the things that I did get the experience, but I had to just keep pushing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The train don't stop for nobody. So right. I just kept it going. And it's always mm -hmm. been love between me and meek. Like we sat down together and, okay. and, talked about, you know, like right. this situation and how we was gonna move forward and I did you know, we, we both decided Got like that you, you know, respectfully and gracefully, like you you gonna be my little sister. I am always gonna look out for you. Bet you always gonna be a big bro, this always gonna be family. I'm always gonna show, you know, the right. utmost respect to Dream Chasers. Okay. And um that's just it. Like that's still my family to this day. Any interview I'm still gonna shout them out. Yeah. Songs, all that. Like that's that's like family. When we link up, when we see each other. Right. I still got two records with Meek that we still never even put out. And we right before the situation we was talking about getting in the studio. So yeah, that's that's my family. That's what's up. That's what's up. Do you feel like to a certain extent when it comes to Philly female MCs that there is no unity? Because it was a time where I thought you and Asia Sparks had issues, and I, I remember. Had, let me let's do yeah, this before yeah. we even get there. 
I don't I don't beef with nobody. Like that don't right. make me no money at all. If you right. ain't putting up a hundred fifty thousand for me to battle somebody, and I don't even battle. Like it's not nothing to beef about. Right. So I've I've never personally had beef with no female artist. Okay. Like if they had beef, that was on them. You would have to ask her or whoever else. But yeah. I personally never had beef with anybody. I don't okay. even say anybody names in interviews. So your camera, you ain't even about to get no name on that job. But yeah, I understand. No, I just wanted to know because speaking, no, no, I never. I because never, I, I remember that that summer that violent that that stop the violence event that was on Seventeenth and Snyder, and it was just like she was over there, you was over there. But when you made your entrance, of course, that South Philly they going to cater to you. But it was just like she was like in the tuck. With her crew and you was just walking like I didn't and it even was see like, her, so I don't know where she was <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Yo, Lee, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just being serious. Like I don't, right. I don't, I'm, I'm big on right. female unity outside okay. of music. This period, like that's how we clicked. Um, right. All the top chicks in the city, designers, models. Right. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, everything. I get along with everybody. Like I could walk anywhere and be cool. And if I don't know you, I'm gonna make sure I, I introduce myself. Okay. That's just how I am. So But do you think it's a perception somebody, that it was though at one time? I mean, of course, but that's people. Like people once right. people cling to something, they blow it up and make it bigger. But it right. just never came from this side. Like I never yeah. I never had a reason to like right. with anybody. Like I'm cool yeah. with all the female from the, the old heads to the new to the new from Miss Jade to Bianca to Right. Eve to Lean Bean, all the way down the line. Like I'm cool yeah. with everybody, so I up. I personally yeah. never had beef. And even outside of fully, like I done met I done met the females that mm -hmm. I looked up to. Like I said, I'm, I done met Eve. I'm Trina, one of my closest friends. Like yeah, in the, in the, and you in met the, Nicki Minaj. Remy, like I'm cool with Remy. Nicki, Nicki was cool. Any any chick that I, MC Light, like I went on tour with MC Light. Like right. my my mom grew up listening to her. So yeah. when I'm beefing with somebody who ain't making me no no money for, it and I'm cool with right ninety percent of the other female artists. Why we on the topic? You see how calm she is. I don't got no beef. Me, you know how I am. I'm a, I'm a fucker. <laughs> she like oh, she like. Come on, dog. That's taking too much I be telling energy. you, and you be giving people too much. Like, and I, I ain't giving mad. nobody no type airplay. Ever. I be like, why yeah, you, so you ain't say no names. Not you kept that shit like. Not me. I'll call your name. I'll tell you why. I, I mean, like, you. like, people right. was doing whole interviews about me. There's a whole interview on the internet that they did about me. Like, oh, I don't shit. Get, I, ain't I don't get that, that type of stuff. No type of energy. That's why you need friends that's chill because she making me chill. Mm -hmm. She making me between her and my boyfriend. Look, when we get in the car, she going to be like, that bitch. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm working on it though, buddy. I'm really working on my temper. I've been bringing it in these past couple years for real. Yo, this shit crazy. Seriously. So I want to talk about 2017. We had some dope moments, but I want to know from both of y'all top five albums of 2017. Albums or artists? Albums. Because I'm bad with albums. I can talk to you about artists. Freddie versus Jason. Mm, number sure. one? No order. No, no order. order. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, um, hmm. Kendrick? Kendrick? Oh, Damn. Kendrick always Kendrick always bring a classic album. Yeah, definitely yeah. Kendrick. Okay. I'm a Kendrick fan. Like, Me too. Me too. I, I never forget. My first time hearing Kendrick was on Meek album. Oh. A1. They did A1 together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ever since yeah, then, I've been a, the I've mixed been a big... The mixtape. Yeah, mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been a big Kendrick fan. Yeah, Kendrick fan was a classic... I mean, Kendrick album was a classic. Yeah, mission. damn. Yeah. Um, what about 444, Jay-Z? I'm gonna be honest. Like the album was dope. The album was dope. But it was just over the like you had to really get into it, kind of like it's, it had to it's a grow while on to you. grow on me. This is the one thing that I can speak on because I did listen to Four for Four only because it was trending. 
I don't really listen to music unless I know the people or unless it's something on the radio. I think Jay-Z said in those songs everything that mm-hmm. That's what most I people like wouldn't have listened it. to if it wasn't on a Jay-Z album. Because somebody could have stood in front so of these kids So if it was Nas nice, the or Common, they would have said, exactly. I'm good. It, it, because it would have sounded too positive. But because right. Jay-Z throw that cocky spin on it or he, he say them clever lines, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, damn. Like, it make you think. Like, you get what I'm saying? And he, right. he spoke on a lot of topics that was going, going on. Going on right exactly. now. That's, yeah. what, well, that's what I think it will be. So I would probably put that top five. Um, what about chance. T- chance? Oh yeah, chance. Oh yeah, chance. Definitely. What you was about to say? I was going to ask y'all a top five artists, and I, I feel like Cardi B's number one. Yeah, I would definitely give it. I would year. definitely give it to her. Yeah, I would definitely put her in my top five artists of the year. Yeah. Well, what you think? All son? of my far, my favorite artists are not mainstream, so I don't know if you want to hear that, but I don't really. <laughs> For real, yeah, yeah shit like, is not, underground. You know who I would put in there? He actually me. just now starting to. I don't even. I don't even want to say his name right. Join join us. Join us. Um hold oh, the boy, the R and B boy. They got the dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I don't think he R and B. He's he, a, he's got bars. Like Jonas, he, Jonas, he did the he did the um the rap about the, the racism rap. Oh, you oh the joiner, Jonas Joiner, 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 yeah. Joiner I know you talking about and he got in the bull was in a video with the with the red hat, the white yeah. boy, he was speaking oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, 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 he a beast. And then he just did the uh yeah, the little the Gucci gang the Gucci gang remix. Right. And he like flamed right. it. Like I think he going he gonna do big things this year coming up. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with but that. But top five I would say I would say Cardi Kendrick. Chance, Chance had a phenomenal year. Yeah, what about Khaled? He had a phenomenal year. Oh too. yeah, Khaled, Khaled he always come through. But he just no, but he I'm not a rapper. Like but I'm game. just, just period. Like even SZA, she, she had a crazy. And I, year. I would honestly, I would have to say Uzi too. Oh yeah, yeah, and he I, had this, a crazy year. You know, and Uzi, Kodak Uzi Black, artist Kodak, and Kodak grew on me. He grew yeah, on me. yeah, I ain't really. I mean, he cool, but ain't you know what I mean? I, not, and I'm not talking bars. Yeah, like, you talking they about not, just they not lyrical. I'm just talking about all around artists, artist wise. Like right. Uzi had a big year, and the fact that he from Philly, like yeah. you know that that you, he went from nobody even knowing who he was, was to, to you know he like started the status on SoundCloud that he is too. now. Yeah, he dropped two projects Yo, this remember year. Remember you had he got that the show Nikki in the park that like, year. So talk, talking to him personally, like, and yeah. for him to be as excited as the stuff that happened for him, that make me, that I feel like he, you. remember that show you that had you in Dallas, South Philly in the park? Yeah. And nobody knew who Uzi was? Yeah. She had a show, and everybody like, who is this weird-ass nigga on stage? Like, airing him out, like, being smart. She's still <laughs> showing him a whole you bunch of You know what's crazy? And this one make me, like, the disconnect with Philly. This is where we always go wrong. Okay, like, yeah. Let me, let me hear Uzi this. had this to leave, left Philly and went to down Atlanta. Atlanta. Right. And you know, got popping, and there's still some people who be like, "He from Philly," mm-hmm. but it's like sometimes you gotta do that. Like we get so caught up mm-hmm. in Philly, 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 and right. Sometimes our city don't support as much as exactly. we should. Like absolutely, especially Until after they win, especially with music. You go down Atlanta, look how many artists come out of Atlanta. And they stick together. Like you might hear a beef here and there, but right. for the most part, it could be ten of them. All Atlanta, all Atlanta artists on one record. They like, all right, this record popping. Let's do a remix. Everybody hop on it. Let's go make everybody get a check off of it. Everybody get the tour off of it. Philly can't X, do y, that. Z. We really can't do that with nothing. Not music. I'm not saying, business, even not they, even their young artists when they see somebody popping, they like, right. all right, cool. He going he going pop. But let's get let's get a verse from Future. Like the young let's boy that's popping right now and that's speaking that that's positive shit. What's his name? The boy. I know who you're talking about. 
from Philly. I, yeah, he that, um, he could really rap. Right? Yeah, yeah. Voice of the Voice of the Youth. He got a project coming out called Voice of the Youth. Yeah, he's he dope. Like, and yeah. then even even with New York, look how New York do. Like, I always say, Young M A and A Boogie. Like when Young M A was coming out, mm -hmm. I had heard about her before the the song even dropped. They like, well, she got a bomb. Like the whole New York behind her. What they do is they like, all right, yeah, she got her neighborhood behind her. Okay. She got a bag behind her. Right. We gonna make sure all the radios is playing her. All the DJs in the clubs is playing That's her. That's what I wanted. I'm glad they you brought it, it up. It don't happen here. Like it's like. Is it the DJ fault? I, it, I don't know where it started. It's a, the I'm not even gonna lie. Like it, it, it's a little bit of everybody because we don't, we don't stick together, and then it'd be a lot of envy. Like it'd be like, oh no, like I ain't letting her go before my artist, or I ain't letting him go. No, he ain't from my neighborhood. F him, f her. It's like too much <laughs> egotistical stuff. But like I said, when you go to these other neighborhoods, they be did like, that frustrate yeah, you let's as put an artist? Power. Yeah, what? very much so. I had the support of the radio, though. I can definitely say like so DJ Diamond. No. No, no disrespect to Kev. Like, Kev played me. I'm not going to say that he didn't, but DJ Diamond Cuts broke me in Philly. Like, yeah, she, she, did. she She got did. me popping, and I'm going to forever <laughs> be grateful for yeah, that. So I had, I got, I had yeah, the radio definitely. on my side to an extent. Right. But at the same time, it still was certain, you know, poli politics, poli yeah, that meetings, this, conference this room. just didn't make sense, and it was like... Dang, but then as soon as I'm, oh, dang, Lee, Lee about to sign a meek. Then it's, oh, yeah, Lee on a TV show. Oh, and then everybody so want to hop away. Well in. Yeah, but when you putting that work in and they see you putting the work in, it's like nobody want to be like, all right, this makes sense. Let's do X, Y, and Z to blow her up and get her out the water. Like, right. you got you to work a hundred so times harder. So how do you think PNB Rock did it? Because he was, to me, just came out of nowhere. I mean, it was kind of... I don't know. It's still, it's still like I feel like <laughs> even as big as is is how Rock Buzz was. Yeah. It still was like he still was supposed to have a, a little more machine from the city behind him. But you okay. know he he is where he is now, and I'm you know I'm proud of him too. That's my people's as well. Right. But even still, it's like we got so much talent. Look at look at all the new artists coming out. Yeah. And they young. Like right. Rico have it. Doing, you got, got Rico Havoc, Poundside Pop, the, right. the the young guy. I don't know his name, but I, I am yeah. a fan of his, and I, I, I watch all I his videos. His name up. I can't his think of his name too. right now, but yeah, you, we got a lot of artists, but we just don't stick together enough, like at That's all. That's true. That's true. What you think it is, Sam? I know you ain't in the music like that, but we want to know. Do you got some solutions for us, Sam? You might be an A and R one. Listen, guy. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I, listen. You might you might wear another hat, Sam. You this, never know. <laughs> This is the thing, right? Okay, let me hear some. I don't, I don't even listen to to so, music for real. For I, I, I'm one of those people that I can't. Uh -huh. I would be a hypocrite to say anything different because if I, okay, so I follow a lot of people. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> if I see the song, it's just like, all right, right, keep scrolling. Right. If it's my people's, I need to learn the lyrics. I need right. to understand what was your motivation. So really, I really only move out on music when it has something to do with my people. That's why I say right. when you say something about artists, I can't even tell you who's on the radio. Like I can walk past an artist and mm -hmm. not even know who they are. Like I don't right. know who the Kodak Blacks and all the black poppy. I don't know who be going. Listen, I'm an old woman when it comes to that kind of stuff. I don't need. So you to. like R and B. Yeah, I guess. Like I don't I don't really know because I'm the type of person that you mm -hmm. will never give the aux chord to. Because once I like a song, that's the song I stick with. And you I keep learn the lyrics it. and I go to the next song. And that's and how you I keep operate. Playing it. Yeah, okay. so I don't really You gotta I, respect that. Yeah, my, but as far as <laughs> see when I like an artist, it can be art. So say for instance, Cardi B, her uh -huh. persistence. Like you get what I'm saying, yeah. her, her her the evolution of her career altogether. You yes. can see the growth in her as a woman Absolutely. outside. So I'm I think real deep in this stuff and it's about mm -hmm. character and stuff right. like that. So I think like I don't know. That's why when you ask me my top five artists of the year, I gotta say Cardi. 
Cardi for her, her growth this year. Mm-hmm. And another thing I really like about Cardi, she say Jesus Christ. A lot of celebrities will say God. Cardi be like, no, I want to thank Jesus Christ. Like, you know what I mean? She go so, win. She of go course, win. she won me over with that. Jay Z for four, four, four. Four. Okay. Lee, I know. See, okay, so with, even with her career, okay, her last mixtape vibes, right? That's where you can hear that she she experienced some new shit. Like she right. had to talk about the difference between even like stuff that I can relate to, like going through stuff with friends, like yeah. going through stuff with people wanting to be around for certain reasons and opportunity. Right. Like she spoke from all the different perspectives mm-hmm. I wanted to hear from at the time. Like you get what I'm saying? Right. Now when she, when I know she about to drop something, send it to me before you drop it because I gotta know the words. Like you get what I'm saying? <laughs> um, one of my closest homies, Mikey. Mikey, he one of them rappers that mm-hmm. you would never even. A lot of people our age wouldn't even grasp what he's talking about because it's too deep. So right. I, like he like a modern day Nas or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Like he yeah. on that he type. He on that J Cole type time. Yeah, and like not less, but definitely not least, my boyfriend. Like he a rapper, but I tell him all the time, like certain songs from your past, I don't want to. I don't want to hear or listen okay. to. Okay. Oh, so your boyfriend right? Yeah. For, oh yeah, shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Don't Shout listen. Don't play with Rolo. Them views is up on YouTube. Don't play with Rolo. Okay, yeah. Rolo. Okay, you um, might have to get him to spit a couple bars tonight, baby. For, for obvious reasons, I don't want to hear a lot of his old music because I don't know right. what it derived from. I don't right. know what girl you was thinking about when right. you wrote that. You listen, wrote that I don't song. got nothing to do with nothing before me. Right. But he just dropped a song called um, "Remember." I remember, okay. and it's talking about like his transition from the streets to, to his, his his clean money now, like right. how he want to motivate. Like he talking about what you said on the block he got like the the mm-hmm. fiends from his old neighborhood like cleaning okay. up in the video and there was the neighborhood hero part he just want to save everybody like you get what I'm yeah, saying so that dope. is just like that's that's right babe like that's what I want to hear so yes, yeah so for that's our reviews, they, they my top five of 2017 okay so I appreciate y'all coming on this podcast sure. like y'all like y'all are some dope women that's doing some dope things and I can't wait to see what y'all gonna do in 2018 you know, for for real, and and I really appreciate y'all. You too, Sam. I, this is my third time interviewing you. I interviewed Lee Mason a long ass time ago, and I remember I texted you the picture mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we oh, took yeah. back in the day. So shout out to Lee, and I can't wait to see what she's going to do as well. And um, like I said, I appreciate y'all coming coming on my podcast, and um, you know, it was an honor. You already know my my favorite. My, I had to come show you love. I I almost slipped through 2017 without an interview uh, interview from you. So we just made the cut. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so God is good, and um, episode twenty will be out January 9th. This is Door for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, yeah. iTunes, Castbox. It's going to be all over January 9th, two thousand eighteen. Happy New Year, peace, and I'm out. Yeah. Uh. 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 Yeah, uh, look, you can look, but please don't touch me Just did an interview with DJ Bugsy Took off my shoes, yeah, I took off my Tims I'm with the youngest boss and her name be Sim Uh, that's my little sis, uh, please don't write a diss Cause when I see you, I'm gon' uh, give you what you miss Uh, it's Lee Mason, check out be amazing Got them haters hatin', they contemplate and debatin' I don't give a damn what they be sayin', uh I just spit that off the top, why this Cardi B drop, uh, yeah, hold up, check it, look, look I said I started this with nothing but a dollar and a dream Solo, I don't even need no team, say, yeah I need my team But the thing that's in between, look I did it, and I seen If I said it, then I mean it, uh, I got a bad bitch And a fly nigga, uh, and we get fly nigga I don't smoke, so you know I don't get high nigga 
Venice and my city Tell these hoes to get with me if they want it They silly, they know they can't fuck with me And I ain't even right that You looking like you like that Hit the show, I guarantee my bars They gon' recite that I'm up all day and all night that uh. <laughs>